What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are coming to you live or wherever you get your podcast from our respective bat caves. This is the Comic Bookies Podcast, episode 173. Let's get into this. We've got a wild week. Speaking of wild, wild card weekend is here for the NFL. So we will recap the end of the regular season and preview the handful of games we have going on this weekend. The NCAA football championship. Not really a game, but we still got to talk about it. Georgia Bulldogs are champions. We will discuss baseball what-ifs. I saw a couple videos, a couple like uh, reels or TikToks. I, me and Sean will discuss this. You know, we will teaser. Sean has no idea what I'm talking about. And the Sharks win. I got my hoodie on, so why not have a little NHL check-in? And in comics, we didn't get a chance to get our books two weeks ago, so I got plenty to catch up on. DC, Marvel, Image, Boom Studios. Mark Miller has his own little universe. He has a book coming out this week. And then in news, the Golden Globes has just finished tonight. We have some breaking news, some never-before-seen awards winning from the MCU. Stephanie McMahon, our own Stephanie McMahon, resigns as co-CEO of the WWE. And we have some Disney World and Disneyland news. And, of course, The Last of Us premieres this Sunday. But all that and more, so grab a drink, smoke them if you got them. This is episode 173 of the Comic Bookies podcast. Let's go. And as that glorious music fades, myself and Sean are here to collide the worlds in sports and comics yet again this week. Welcome in, everybody, to the Comic Bookies podcast. We are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Tomorrow, January 11th, 1-1-1-2023 is New Comic Book Day, so go out there to your local comic book store. If it's not T.I., if it's not Alex, he's open up Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. But regardless, go and support your local comic book store. We love to each and every week. And Sean... I will be there physically on Saturday. All right, all right. Saturday, oh, I unfortunately will be <laughs> out of town because it's uh, Chantel's what? birthday slash graduation uh, getaway. So we got a cabin out in the uh, Sonora area, so it is a little getaway for the family. Nice. Yeah. Sonora. Wait, we're, we're not. You're not getting any snow, like. Is there possible? Oh, no. Sean. Oh, no, there is snow. There is snow. So that has to be a good time. They've been to this cabin before. So it's right. be, uh, taking case for his first little snow trip, bro. So we're excited. Oh, that's cool. I mean, and yeah. and uh, the weather wise, I think Saturday, Sunday, this this upcoming weekend is towards the end of this little, th- you know, thing oh. we have thing we have going on. Because I think like I saw Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I only have clouds in Tracy. Oh, you only have clouds. Oh, it's funny you bring that up, Michael, because uh, a couple hours ago I was looking, I think. Thursday, we hit no rain. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we hit rain. Maybe one of those days we might get like just clouds. But from what, you know, the iPhone weather, which is never wrong, says we have rain through next Thursday. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> so let's, I, uh, let's check yeah. Mr. Steve Jobs' creation. Let's let's, uh, Mr. Jobs has to say yeah, about I checked this. that like a couple hours ago. So, Tracy, California, for next week, we have. Okay, so Tuesday's now upgraded to a little bit of rain, and then Wednesday, Thursday, nothing. Man, so, lucky I mean, you. I guess it was this Newark, Fremont area. I mean, who knows, bro? I mean, all this I mean, damn it's all rain. It's going to change by the hour, you know? The but, way uh, things are, bro, it's crazy. I think, you know, if our streets are not flooded, like some of these crazy images we're seeing, man, I think we're one of the lucky ones. It's crazy, bro. Right, yeah, this is pretty crazy. Let me fix my screen here. Everyone can see my beautiful mug a little better. Um, I know, uh, it's 
you know, we have that little creek on the other side of our fence, like in our front yard, you know, out by the main street. Mm-hmm. It's always dead dry. And it was a flowing river, like I sent you guys that that video. Luckily, we haven't been getting too much rain. What always gets me is because I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, but I have one loose fence panel in the front yard. <laughs> Starts with and, one, but. <laughs> and so when the wind, st- like when we hear the wind humming, I'm like, oh, no, you know. So that's when I get started to get concerned. So who knows? Yeah, hopefully it gets better, bro. Like I said, man, I'm seeing all these crazy, you know, weather, these trees falling over, these streets flooded. I've seen a statistic. Right. I think we had more rain in these past two weeks in this city than they had like in a six month or nine month span all of last year. So, again, Dang. there's pros to all this rain. But again, you just got to keep people safe. I think my father-in-law said the death tolls up to like 17 people, I think. Well, yeah, in Capitola, too. Nuts, bro. The damn freaking pier broken half. So, yeah, that's insane. So um, but anyways, welcome in, everyone, all the fans. Um, as you can see, if you're watching live or just listening, you can't hear his voice. Mark is under the weather this week, so hopefully he'll be back next week for next week's episode 174. Um, yeah. So how's your week going, Sean? Um, we had a great first episode of the podcast last week. Um, first week back to work after the long break. Um, not much work to be done, but, you know, besides the point. Back to the normal, you know, kids in school, everything's back to normal. So how are you? Good, man. Like you said, uh, episode uh, 172, first episode of the year was banging. Great episode. 173 mm-hmm. is even better. Mark, hopefully you get better, a little under the weather, like Mike said. But nah, man, early start to the week. I will be in office tomorrow. I will physically be in the office at LAM uh, the second or third time. And I think two and a half, who knows, maybe three years, I think. But yeah, I'll go physically be there. So it's good that we're, like you said, starting before 930, probably ending before 11. So, man, I'm, I'm feeling good right now. Get to I'm bed, right? Yeah. Um, dude, if only you would have done that last week because I was actually on site on Wednesday. Now, this week, I'm not on site until Thursday. Yeah. So if you can swing it to where you're on site again next week on Wednesday, I'll be there at 6 p.m. We'll make it happen, man. Hey, the crazy nice. thing is to the people who don't know, you know, my previous job, I worked at Mike, I think, five years and my current job, I left Mike like, hey, maybe we'll cross paths again. And sure enough, we're at the same employer now. So mm-hmm. been fortunate, man. Best friends getting to work together. It works out pretty good. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Um, shoot, man. Nothing else going on. Just kind of cleaning up from the holidays, mm-hmm. taking down. I haven't been able – obviously, I haven't been able to take down the lights and stuff because all the rain and just, you know – yeah, I don't know. I just don't want a chance getting up on the roof and just, you know, falling and killing myself. So You don't want to be hairy? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly that too. <laughs> exactly that too. But yeah, man, let's get into the the nuts and bolts, the meat and potatoes, peanut butter and jelly, uh, as you will, of this podcast. So uh, before we do, actually, I want to um, go ahead and start the episode by saying that right now we have a Instagram giveaway. We have ten number one books to give away in the next few weeks. So um, it's on Instagram right now. Same, you know, rules apply. Follow us, follow our sponsor, Treasure Island Comics, like the post, and then all you have to do is just comment with two people who you think would love these books. And as a kicker, you'll get an extra entry if you come here and subscribe to this YouTube page right here, the comic bookies. And all you have to do is just take a screenshot and then, you know, send it to us, you know, on Instagram. It's kind of hard because sometimes I don't get a notification if you subscribe. So it's like – and I can't – unlike Instagram, I can't go in unless it's, you you can do it on the desktop. I can't go in and s- see every individual subscriber. So like, oh, this person just subscribed. You know what I'm saying? It's it's super, super tough. So to make it easy, 
I, I went ahead and did it on Instagram and I'm saying it now. Please go and take a screenshot of yourself subscribed and then that that, that way you'll get the entry. So, yeah. So good luck That's to awesome, everyone, bro, man. Like Mike said, 10 freaking bucks free stuff, guys. And mm-hmm. I know the last giveaway we had was a huge success. We had hundreds of comments, uh, people chiming in and stuff. And to right. this one, Mike, God, guys, it takes freaking two minutes to what Mike explained for you guys to do. Maybe maybe a minute and a half if you're super quick. So, guys, just, you know, take a little bit of time and effort. And, hey, you get a chance to win some free books. Again, fun little giveaway. And hopefully, you know, the more the merrier. We look forward to giving them out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, dude. So this week is sports. Uh, sports this week. There's plenty to get into, actually. You know, we, we usually get into, you know, November, December, you know, January. It's like uh, the end of the college football season, and then it's only NFL. But I got some stuff to talk about this week. More I importantly, like it. More, more, most importantly, though, the NFL Week 18 has come and gone, um, and then the Wild Card Weekend is here. Uh, I think the 49ers are the first game, actually, of the week, right? Like Saturday at 1.30? Third, uh, three. Third game versus Seattle. Yeah, they probably had to put us in that first slot to kind of just get it over with. Uh, I was hoping we'd get maybe that Monday Sunday game a little extra rest, but That's yeah, right. we There's are the Monday game. There is a Monday game. They want to spread it out so there's one game a day starting Saturday, which we are again that Saturday game. So yeah, I guess we'll see a third time uh, versus Seattle. See how that goes. And fun weekend too. I know we got Tampa, I believe, versus Dallas on Dallas. Monday. I forgot yeah. who the Sunday game is. Do you have it in front of you? Yeah. Aren't there two games on Saturday? Because be, there's, there's four games, right? How many games it sh- are there? It, sh- it should be actually four uh, four games. So maybe it's 1-2-1 one, one, or 2-1-1. One, one. Yeah, so you'd figure here. Sunday would be you would figure Sunday would be the one that they would have the most games on, you know? Wild card weekend we have on Saturday. You're right, Miguel. We have the Niners hosting Seattle at 1-30 as well as Jacksonville hosting oh. the L.A. Chargers. And that game is going to be super fun on they better, Sunday. They better not play how they did on Sunday or they're going to get yeah. their ass whooped by yeah. L.A. Yeah, that is definitely a division game, and you can see a whole bunch of it. Uh, Buffalo on Sunday morning hosting Miami, followed by the G-Men from New York visiting Minnesota. And then we have a third Sunday game, Sunday night football, Cincinnati whole hosting. Ooh. The Ravens. I can't wait for that one. That's that's one of those man NFC South or NFC North. NFC mm, North. NFC North. Yeah. Yeah. Those division man. I mean, they played last week. You just those guys don't freaking like each other, man. Those four teams in that division. I mean, other than the against the Browns, but man, just freaking banging heads, clanking pads. So that's gonna be right. a fun Sunday night game. And of course, Dallas visiting Tampa on Monday night. Will Dallas get off the you know playoff Schneid and be able to upset Tom Brady? I don't know. I mean, I personally, I think there's two games here that for me, I would, you know, at least as far as money line is concerned, and it's probably looking like the two highest spreads. I think, yes, it is. I, I, I put my money on on the Niners getting by Seattle pretty easily and the Bills getting by the Dolphins pretty easily. I, I, I think this is I think that's I think that's an easy I'm 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 not a rocket scientist throwing that out there. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know Bill Nye, the science guy. You definitely aren't Mike, but you might be right on that one because Buffalo's me. Facing, I think, Skylar Thompson. I think Tua will not be active in this game. Oh, it's going to be a cold-ass uh, Buffalo. And, you know, I know the whole situation with the player who got hurt. I mean, they're playing inspired football, bro. You can't make up what they did last week with that kick return touchdown first play of the game. So I know, right? Yeah, you can't write that. It, that's like the whole Katrina thing when the guy <laughs> really? blocked the punt and stuff. And they were, yeah. oh, dude, you can't write that. You can't script that better. 
Yeah, so I mean, I, well, I'm with you on that, bro. Us finding out the NFL is not technically a sport; it's uh, registered as entertainment. I am actually not surprised that that happened because, hey, maybe they wanted to script it like script it like that. Well, the easiest sports to you know call flags on, and which kind of explains the whole uh, Raiders conspiracy I've been throwing out there for the last twenty years. Come on, Mike, give us your spill. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say that the Raiders losing like four in a row to end the season improved their draft position by like six to eight spots. They were like in the not teens, but like maybe ten, eleven, twelve, and now they're picking seven. So, I mean, top ten pick. What they do with that pick, I I don't know. It's probably, I don't know. Will that guy, I want odds on yes or no, will that guy survive his rookie contract as a Las Vegas Raider? Yes or no? I I put my money on no. Not Mattress Mac money, man. but uh, put money Mattress on that. Mac. We'll, get, we'll oh, talk man. about Mattress Mac shortly. You miserable. You know, I will uh, say the game that I am looking forward to, because I know last week, you actually kind of said what you said about it. If they played like last week, they're going to get their ass whooped. But they're one of those teams that when they're vibing, it's like, damn, they're young two first round picks two number one overall picks in back-to-back seasons like dude right. if jacksonville goes and just plays jacksonville football i'm actually not gonna be surprised if they beat the chargers yeah i mean and the um the chargers are lucky that it's a night game too because if it's mm-hmm. during the day if there's any kind of muggy. sunshine or whatever it's like muggy and stuff so they're lucky that they're getting what looks like 8 15 local time so it looks yeah. like it's about 56 degrees and clear. So maybe some mugginess, but once the sun goes down, it'll be a lot uh, easier to play out there. That'll be a, a good game, a good game to watch. Um, yeah, just – and then two division games. I mean, even though it's a division game, did you see uh, Pete Carroll's um, press press conference today? Pete Carroll's he's just like, trying to – He's like, well, we got to play the Niners. <laughs> I think Pete Carroll, I mean, he does have that 99% of them that's like, God damn it, really? Just 10-0, and 0, bringing the third-string quarterback, and they're still vibing. All players are back, you know. We're actually having the most complete roster, like, for us, like, non-injury-wise, right. finally. But Pete Carroll also has that, like, let's try to maybe play some mind games. I mean, what do you have to lose in this game, bro? He had Geno Smith, that quarterback, this year. You're not supposed to be a playoff team. He goes and has a freaking career year, so it's house money for them. Excuse me, uh, franchise record holding for y- for yards passing. Oh God, Geno Cause, Smith. Oh, because we totally seen that coming. We all seen that coming, dude. That's crazy. It, it is crazy. It is crazy because before mm-hmm. this season, not one person is going to tell me Seattle was a team that was going to be freaking right. second in the division, making the wild card. But oh, big props for Geno, man. He shut up the haters. Yep, definitely. Um, and now. Go, going to one game I wanted to highlight. It was the last game of this of the week of the regular season. The the drama that ensued with Detroit and Green Bay, right? Just the like the coach saying I, I want to eliminate him. They knew going into the game that w- with Seattle winning, it eliminated them, and it was just a winner win and get in for Green Bay. So it, Detroit, they didn't have to get off the bus. They didn't have to do anything, but they did, <laughs> and they came out and they played pretty well. You know, Jamal Williams, he breaks the franchise record for touchdowns in a season. Now, all these records that are going to be broken, all the old heads are going to say, oh, you have have an an extra game. It's still an amazing season. You know, it's still an amazing season. With you on it, bro. Right. Right. Exactly. But the whole thing that happened after the game where I forgot who it was. He wanted uh, Aaron Rodgers' jersey, like a jersey swap. Jameson Williams, a rookie. Right. And he was like, I think I'm going to keep I think I'm going to hold on to this one. What does that mean? Did I mean, he know cameras were there to kind of stir some shit up? Or, like, did did he really mean, like, I'm going to keep this one because it's probably going to be his last one as a Packer? I don't know. I don't know. I 
Let I the conspiracy, it, you know, stir. Every storyline from that game was awesome, man. Because it's true. Detroit had every reason to just like, uh, let's just kind of mix in the packages, play whoever we want to play. But you cannot tip your cap enough to that Dan Campbell. All right, I can't make the playoffs. My next Super Bowl is I want to knock out the Packers. Do you know damn well they hate each other? And in Lambeau, like they right. made Aaron Rodgers look terrible. If it wasn't for a couple pass interferences and flags they would have had like four or five interceptions i think it was but mm-hmm. yeah that Aaron Rodgers saga is going to definitely begin and who knows what's going to happen i mean does he have football left of course but i think with him having that contract they're gonna have to find the right team that can pick up that money i mean raiders maybe uh i can think of a handful of teams that can use a quarterback for sure right. but he's done in green bay i mean you know what's going to accomplish at this point they got rid of Devonte. his best ad- best assets what watkins who's a rookie i mean they're in rebuild right. mode i think yeah so before i want to get into this team because they're a playoff team and i'm i'm interested on your take about this but i want to segue into it by using the contest congratulations to our very own mark for winning the contest the free contest you oh, could, did mark like, win he won yeah oh, sh- freaking mark one i was just gonna get into that and who won because i know him and uh my boy tj lurk boy was tied so yeah so they were tied um i think he had like a bunch of the early games uh or they both did and he went like one and three or two and two and then mark with oh, that late w- with that cincinnati cover covered so i think he won by like one win or two yeah you, and then yourself took third place so two uh, two thirds of, of comic bookies uh, went ahead and took uh, two of the three top spots, but congratulations to TJ. Uh, you'll be getting a hundred bucks and some swag, like a T-shirt and stuff. So we'll get that ordered for you. Just got to get your size. But congratulations, and then um, of course Sean and Mark. I mean, I don't know if Mark wants two hundred bucks from from himself and a T-shirt from himself, you know. But hey, <laughs> you know, hey, we can get him a we can get him a T-shirt ordered. Um, but I wanted to because I had my lock of the week in Washington, but I thought that they were going to play like just a close game and cover, not absolutely throttle. Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Caleb is on the chat. Yo, what's up, Caleb? Thank Caleb, you for checking in. He says Sam Howell uh, is, you know, over the little over sign. Dak Prescott. <laughs> Dude, Sam Dude. Howell, man. Whew. Yeah, I mean that was, I mean that was one of my four picks was Washington, but I thought it was just because they were gonna kind of, you know, like I thought in my head I knew that Dallas Dallas was the last team to fight for that number one spot. Philly had to lose. San Francisco had to lose. Mm-hmm. Minnesota had to lose for Dallas to win that division and then get the number one overall seed. I thought that they they were just going to play good enough to win. You know, they knew they weren't going to be they were going to have to have to be that fourth spot because they were they were a wild card team, right? Or the sorry, the fifth spot. But man, they got their ass kicked. So what do you think they're going to do in Tampa Bay against the greatest of all time, Tom Brady? Like, uh, I, I think I'd, I'd take Tampa. Especially if it's less than a field goal spread, or even if Tampa Bay's catching points, like what's the spread? I do like Tampa. I definitely do. The Dallas minus two and a five, two and a half. Give me Tampa Bay in the points. The only thing, the only thing I guess, my like one percent were as much as I hate Dallas. Like that defense is that defense. I mean Washington just sucker punched them straight up, sucker punched them and just kept right. them down. I but mean it's Washington. Press- it's Washington, and I'm with you. I mean, you got to have that. It's still a division game. They played inspired football. It's at Washington. But I'm right. The, the kryptonite for Dallas is Dak. I actually think Dak's a good quarterback, but there's times where I think Dak starts getting in Dak's head, and 
he is, I, I forgot how many quarterbacks. I mean, he may be the first or maybe a handful. He led the league in interceptions and he missed five games this season. That mm-hmm. is a crazy stat when you really think about it. Five games he didn't even play in. Right. And he it was led like, the freaking yeah. league in turnovers. It was like it was like two weeks ago where it said like both him and Carr had like 14 picks yeah. and Dak had missed five games. It's crazy, bro. Jesus. So, you know? And, you know, in the playoffs, he can't be that Dak because there's times you see where him, CD, Pollard, even Zeke, like, OK, they're they're playing pretty damn good football. And that defense is going to show up game in and game out. But what you said, man, you're Monday night, you're in Tampa and you're against, oh, the GOAT. <laughs> it might be good luck and sayonara, but we'll it, we'll see, man. It, it it will be closer than obviously what we've seen in Washington. Playoffs are a little bit different, but man, that was a bad way to end your season going into the playoffs for sure. Yeah, and the thing is too is that with even with all those picks, Dallas comes into the playoffs uh, ranked second in the league in uh, turnover differential. Mm-hmm. They're at a plus ten, right under their San Francisco at a plus thirteen. Tampa Bay is down there at minus two, you know. So so who knows? Yeah, the defense is playing under. They've been underachieving in Tampa. That's for damn sure. They got some good players, obviously. You know, they got Winfield. They got Devin White. They got Levante David. They got some damn good players. But again, it's been a little bit of an underachievement. It's weird because I just seen a stat that uh, Brady broke his own completion single season record this year that he had last year. But mm. when you kind of look at it, like right. damn, that team was barely over 500 and they won the division. So. I don't know, man. Tampa's a lot not of games the... having to throw and come from behind. Uh, it's yeah. probably a lot of close games. Manipulation. To where, like whether they won or lost, it was towards the end of the game. And he couldn't he's not he's not just up 30, 40 points at the end of the game running the ball. He has yeah. to make plays with his arm. So, but yeah, coming into the playoffs, too, this is a weird stat. Uh, the New York Giants had a plus three point uh, turn of differential. They they were last in the league with the Raiders at, at, at with six picks. But they had 13 fumble recoveries. That's where they kind of, yeah, that's where they had had their takeaways. Uh, 49ers, 20 interceptions, led the league with Pittsburgh with 20. And then the New England Patriots right behind them at 19 with Buffalo Bills, Packers, and Eagles at 17. So uh, let's go ahead and give some picks. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's no contest. We can go ahead and give out picks. You know, our expert picks. You know, I actually <laughs> didn't get a chance to, but we all went, all three of us went three and one. Nice. You and Good Mark week. had you you and Mark had the same exact picks, which was so weird. It's like, That's did you hilarious. guys freaking call each other? <laughs> no, no, and you know, scouts honor no call at all. And you said that, I'm like, no, there's no way we had the same picks. And yeah, sure enough, we did. So, but that was Hope. funny too because you were only like one or two wins ahead of like a bunch of people. A guy from work, my mom, Joe Dub, like tons of people like could have snuck Clutch. into that last spot, and you held on to that spot. And um, I think I ended up with like thirty. Like 30 wins, so I, yeah. I I had a good good second half of the season. Right, I think I ended up like five wins behind you uh, of third place to get you know in the top three. But you know we'll probably do this again next year, and uh, we'll see if I can actually start the year by not having what I think I had like 0 and 4, 1 and 3, 1 and 3 to like start the year or something. So well, we can yeah. make it fun too. I mean, uh, a couple of people I talked to in the contest actually brought it up. I mean, this came out of the funds of the comic bookies, and even if we said, hey, 10 bucks a person. To start this competition, we had over 50 people. So, I mean, if out of our pockets. Yeah, it, it was 56 people, and it only cost us a dollar per person to to run the contest. Yeah. So, in essence, if we said, hey, guys, 10 bucks for the whole season, we out of pocket will maybe do the same thing, 100 bucks for each of us. That's about an $800 pot, roughly. So, you mm-hmm. want to put some damn incentive into it. So, I mean, hey, that's the next right. season. But just in, hey, heads up, a little bit more incentive. Right, because we wouldn't. 
we wouldn't necessarily be taking in any money too, like any like mm-hmm. like revenue because it's not cheap to to get those t-shirts. Like you want to go to those t-shirt freaking places in the mall or like to to some per- person on Etsy, bro, you're looking at like 25, 30, even $35 per freaking t-shirt. So yeah. we, when we charge people money and we're only giving out 200 and 100, don't worry, we're not pocketing the rest. It, yeah. It's it's a pretty penny to freaking uh, buy those t-shirts. But yeah, that's a good idea for next year. So let's, uh, let's just go down the line. Uh, Niners minus nine and a half. Um, uh, I mean, exactly. here we go already. Ugh. Uh, you know well, what? I don't nah, care. The, the Niners, the Niners have been absolutely throttling Niners. teams. I, yeah, it, if you're gonna, oh man, what, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what nine maybe. and a half point spread would you take the points more? Would you take Miami or Seattle? Which one would you be more inclined oh, to take? Oh man, nah, in cold weather Buffalo with a non-Tua quarterback, there's no way I take Miami. They barely got by the freaking Jets at home. <laughs> oh, Niners. Okay, so you'd be more inclined to take the Seahawks if you were taking points. Okay. No, no, I, I mean. Oh yes, it, it, yes. Oh, Seattle, hundred percent, because they're more. So you rather, yeah. t- you, you, so you would rather be thinking of taking Seattle as a dog. Okay. Yes. Um, man, just to go against the grain, I'll take Seattle. Um, just so we can have like a friendly competition. But, Why not? But, uh, of course. But I'm taking Buffalo. You a smart man. We both taking Buffalo. So I think the fun one here uh, is Jacksonville Chargers. <laughs> That's gonna be fun, man. Let me see real quick. What's the spread on that game? Let me go to my scores real quick. The Chargers right now on ESPN are a minus one. Oh, Lord. You know what? Justin Herbert's first. Now, both of these quarterbacks, first ever playoff appearance. What I'm scared of at the end of the day is Eckler running wild. He's playing damn good football. So, you know what? I do got to go with the Chargers, actually. I would agree. Okay. I, th- We're good I, on- I, th- I think Trevor Lawrence is, is going to be – more prone to make the mistakes yeah over justin herbert so okay here interesting games here uh minnesota at home against the giants minus Dude. three i don't want to talk about the freaking vikings they burned me like four straight weeks because they had the most like appealing freaking like dude they have to win kirk cousins don't do it to me and he did it to me and he's gonna probably do it to me again i'm going vikings i'm taking the giants smart man and i love me i love me some giants i love me the some giants they were the second best no they're they're like the second best team against the spread this year the new york football giants first place first place team this year at like 14 and three against the spread the cincinnati Bengals at home against division foe baltimore ravens i am i I know it's seven and a half that's a that's a nasty half a point hook right there you can get burned by just a, a touchdown win but I don't care if I don't care if it's going to be what 41 degrees, a little cold. No, smoking Joe. Them. Dude, smoking smoke Joe. Joe might be the most likable quarterback. This fool just enjoys every mm-hmm. win. I swear, I love Joe Burrow. Um, side note, I did lose a championship because of Joe Burrow. You son of a gun! I lost by 10 points. This jackass had 11 points. If you just did your season average of like 20, 22 points, I won the championship. But I knew this was going to happen. Wait, and hold on. Back- because because Yahoo for me uh, gave him a zero and like was like a bye week. They didn't so, even count the first points that he got in the game. So what we did is we took the total of week 17 before the Buffalo Bengals game and we kept that as a score. So TJ had like a 31 and a half point lead. Right. And then we did the scores that they got in week 18 because it's still actually oh, if you go into the okay. player stats, if you actually go into the player stats, you can see what they got. And Mixon had a good 17 bomb. Like, hell yeah. Like, that was good. Bass, the cure for Buffalo, gave TJ like five or six. So I'm like, okay, not that bad. 
But what I was scared of the whole thing, I mean, I actually told TJ, which is true. Right. Bengals playing the Ravens is a lot different than the Bengals facing the Bills. A division game versus a shootout. Burrow right. in a shootout is going to be a shootout. Bengals, Ravens is always going to be just a nitty gritty, grind your teeth. Which he only I, has like one touchdown, 200 something yard. Yeah, you're going to win the you're going to win the game on the ground. Hence, mixing getting 17 points. Yeah, so of course, you know, unfortunately, I did lose that. But I'm not going to go against my boy Joe Burrow in this game. I don't care if Lamar Jackson is playing. Lamar Jackson is the hook, making it a seven and a half, but you haven't played in a handful of weeks, and I don't think you're worth the fat contract you're seeking. Let's go Joe Burrow and the Bengals. All right, and finally, Monday, January 16th, Cowboys, Buccaneers, uh, Dallas, on the road, minus two and a half. Uh, home dog Brady. Oh, man, don't make that boy a home dog. Let's go Bucks. Me too. I'm going Bucks. <laughs> just, just the Cowboy fans are just like, if there's Cowboys fans listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I can never go. I'm sorry. Like, like no one's gonna, like no one's gonna believe you're something until it happens, right? It's just, it's just, it's gonna be a running thing. Like, no Buccaneers, one's going to. They finished under 500. Under 500 and won the division. Shit. I, <laughs> yeah, there was like three weeks. There, there was like three weeks left in the season, Golly. and like the, and like the team with the most wins had like six or seven wins. We we're like, dude, I this thought was nine and eight, eight nine. Oh, that's dog shit. <laughs> I mean, the Giants finished nine seven and one. Dolphins are nine and eight. Jaguars won the division at nine and eight. Seahawks yeah. made the playoffs at nine and eight. Jesus Christ! But that Raiders, just shows that doing, that just bro? shows good competition though. That is a I purely you know straight up agree that's a just reflection that's just good competition you mean competition league wide team or, teams are getting di- better i think teams are getting better i mean it could be a okay. little bit of your team's is downfall but i do think that so i mean carolina okay. buccaneers that was the playoff game right there if carolina right. wins they're in the playoffs so i mean you know no one's seen that coming freaking mayfield's our guy we trade for him that guy freaking shit the bed they're bringing darnold right. who i think everyone knew and they trade him like they tried to freaking lose this year they trade him mccaffrey i know i know right and then i finally get um the last two weeks of the of the play- playoffs i get freaking like 20 25 burgers from freaking dj Moore. <laughs> But if, but then, you know, I, I, I lose. Um, yeah. You know, what's funny is, is that someone I saw on like uh, Instagram, someone simulated, you know, like watched computer versus mm-hmm. computer, a Bengals Bills game to um, to do their Enjoy, fantasy right? football championship. And like some guys like, go, like, I think it was like Stefan Diggs caught <laughs> along. Like, like, Let's go. And he's watching Madden like it was hella funny. So that's actually right, pretty well, fun for our uh, third and fourth place game. We had a Madden game. With the two people was Aaron, you know, one of our listeners, uh-huh. and uh, Uncle Art. They actually faced each other in Madden, so it was a fun way to determine third and fourth place. That's hella funny. Um, so good luck to your 49ers, Sean. As much as that pains me to say that, um, lucky for me, we're actually going to talk about some news uh, f- uh, from the park later. But uh, I will be, thank God, I'll be at Disneyland on Super Bowl Sunday. So just in case they make it, I won't even have to watch it. That isn't what you said earlier. You said we're not going to make it. You said we're going to win it. So. Well, I said I asked. I didn't say they were. Oh, that was a question. Oh, that was yeah. a statement. Sorry. That was a question. I was like, I was like, they're gonna win number six, aren't? They? I was like, huh? Like, you know, question mark. I was like, <laughs> so, but yeah, but it's, it's still a long road. Um, but yeah, so let's go to yeah. And the only way that the 49ers have a road game is if they have to go to the Philadelphia Eagles. That would be the NFC Championship game, I believe. So, all right, let's do it. Uh, college football. We don't have to spend much time on this one. <laughs> Good Lord. No, I, mean, I, I said it, bro, dude. This is where you start thinking, damn, 
we can't have these holding the national championship. I, I hate to say it. I hate to say it because every school deserves a chance. But this is what you get scared of. This is what hurts the national championship. Right. And then everyone starts saying, like, oh, they should have had Alabama in there. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess. But they play. That's why you need to have at least eight teams. You have an, another game. Like, you have that first round game of all the SEC. Like, all you know, I'm saying. And then it's not just one game and you get in because anybody can beat anybody on any given day. But you got to win two games to get to a national championship. You have to have at least eight teams in that playoff. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts. Uh... Um it was just and and then I got kind of pissed off. I obviously didn't get pissed off because they put in like freshman guys starting defense and they were still dominating. But like, bro, like every time I look up, they're freaking passing still. Well, like, at the why? end of the day, bro, I think because they were slowly subbing people in and out and they were they started with position players. Bennett stayed in for most of the game. They no, no, I, no, I know. But why are they still passing? They're up like 45, seven. Why are they still you passing? Still, You know what? It, it, it's the flip side, bro. You still got to stop it. Trust me. I'm a, it's a thin line with me because I just get it. I don't know. I, so, so what's more embarrassing then? I, I agree with that. So what are basketball players just do if you're up by a hundred? Freaking just freaking run out the clock every time. Like, I'm, I'm with you. I get it. Huh? Right. Like, it's hard. Cause it's like, it's almost not fair to your players. Sorry, receivers. You guys are blocking the rest of the game, but it's like, you still got to play the game, but like, no, I know, but that's, the, that's uh, less yeah. likely to get injuries too. If you're like running longer plays, 100%, 100%. The, the quarterback has to like get out of the pocket to, you know, to avoid a sack. If you're just running up the gut, everyone knows the play. Everyone is going to one area to tackle a guy and you're just trying to just run that clock out and win a national championship. It got bad, bro. That yeah. was terrible. Yeah. The worst point differential in a national championship. I, I'm not sure if that's ever or like since a certain year, I forgot what it was. Um, but yeah, not good. Is Georgia the next Alabama? Like, or is this? Are we seeing the Alabama? Like, are they going to be preseason number one? You know, are they going just a revolving door of talent? Like, is this? Is do this they the start beat, of everything? Do they beat Ohio State? What do you mean? Do you uh, think if beats? they face Ohio State, do you think LA Georgia beats Ohio State this year? I was well, that's, that's that's how I look at it. They already did. It. Okay, they beat Ohio State, but like I think that's like they beat them because of that freaking missed field goal. But it's one of those things where it's just like, right? How much better of a game would Ohio you know, State? You that, I think Ohio State would have probably still beaten TCU, and oh, then yeah, yeah. And then do you think Michigan would have put a better battle against Georgia or no? I think Michigan got sucker punched by TCU. I actually, in a weird way, still like Michigan over TCU. Right. It, again, yeah. it, is, it was one of those games that TCU and I'm a hey, TCU some dogs. They just it wasn't like they caught Georgia on a bad day. No, they could face right. Georgia ten times. They're gonna lose versus Georgia ten times. Like Georgia's just yeah. hella better. I, I don't hmm. know, man. It's just, it sucks, bro. I'm with you. You just need to make it an 18 playoff. And you know, even an 18 playoff is like, what are you gonna have first round hypothetically Alabama versus TCU? Chances are I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna go with Alabama, and then it's gonna end up mm-hmm. being Alabama Georgia, what everyone expected. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's so, I mean, hard. I mean, we'll see. We have a whole big old off season of the transfer portal and then spring games and summer workouts and all that shit. You know, bad news today. Lincoln Riley announced that USC is keeping their defensive coordinator. So that's <laughs> that's that's deadly. That's that's great. I mean, I score an offense this year. You know what? And maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it's just the, the, the talent pool that he was dealt with or that he was dealt after Clay Helton and them left. Maybe it just wasn't that good. So hopefully they go in the transfer portal and they'll get some guys to come in and play some defense. And, you know, when Caleb Williams is scoring 40, 45 points, they wouldn't have to worry about 
having to score for, you know, maybe they won't have to worry about having to score 40, 45 points because their defense is giving up 50, you know? So, so hopefully they get some guys in the transfer portal. So yeah, interesting. I'm sure we'll be, um, filling everyone in on news as the off season, uh, transpires, but yeah. So, all right, Sean, <laughs> here's some baseball. What ifs? So I saw a couple videos of like, like, what do you guys think of this? Right. And so one of them is already being implemented into a league, right? It's like one of those in- independent leagues or, you know, one of those minor league esque teams. Right. <laughs> so they showed a player up at the plate and then him, him getting rung up. Right. And he okay. didn't, and he didn't agree with the call. So he looks back at the umpire and goes like this. And so they go, and so they, they go, go to her and so they go to a review. That's their challenge. They're challenging a ball and a strike, and then immediately – this whole thing takes like 10 seconds. It goes up to the Jumbotron, and then it shows like what we see on TV, the ball coming in, the cubed – the you know, the, the – or I'm sorry, the, the, the square, one. the digital with the square, and it shows that it was low, ball four, take your base. Yeah, or whatever. What do you think about that? I mean I don't – I mean I'm – Sometimes I'm like, yeah, yeah, try something small like that, something new. I might get more fans. Per game. Right, that's what I'm saying. I would just keep it at, at one. You just get one per game. What if I don't you want get it right. Do you get another one? No, you just you get one keep per going game. all game. Yeah, yeah, you just get one per game. Start out slow. Start out by introducing it maybe to the minor leagues, and see how that you know plays out. But you know, and the batter needs to call it too. Right. Or or, or or coach, yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. But in this instance, it was the batter. He turned around, he looked at the guy, and went like this, and then they went, all right, you know, you know, timeout, go to the jumbotron, and sure enough, yeah, all right, ball four, take your base, and he drops a bat and goes takes his base. It was kind of weird, but it, it was like, I kind of mm. like that because you had you do have some times where you're second and third. Two outs. You're down by one. You need a you need a base hit, or you just need a base runner, or something. You need something. Take your chances. And then and and then boom. You're just like, oh, well, what the hell? That wasn't a strike. You just took the the bat out of my hands. Yeah, it's anything close with two strikes. You're supposed to you know protect. You're supposed to foul it off or do whatever. Yeah. But on the other hand, these guys have you know such good eyes that you know most of the time they know where it's going to be and they know where you know if it's a ball or a strike. So, I mean, I'm not truly against it. You know, I'm kind of 50-50 when it comes to these new things, you know, like the pitch ca- the pitch clock and everything. Like, yeah, speed up the game. I'm all for little things like that to try to get new viewers. But at the same time, I'm kind of like an old school guy. Like, no, just like if you don't like it, you don't like it. Don't watch it. I'm still going to watch baseball. I'm so, okay I don't with know. human error. I mean, I'm never okay with doing this against me. But, it's you know, you, you accept human error. That's a better way of putting it as an athlete, right. especially when you played sports. Um, that kind of stuff I'm okay with introducing because at the end of the day, it is kind of the trend in almost every sport, especially like, it's like basketball. You get one right or wrong. You get one. And it's like you said, bases loaded chance to win or chance to tie the game. Right. Umpire takes the bat out of your hands. That's kind of bullshit. The one thing I'm not okay with is where my old school comes in is actually what you said, the pitch clock. I actually hate that. I right. hate, I hate that. I, I, I know. I don't like right. that kind of stuff, man. I'm right. not no, cool the, with that. The, the pitcher, the pitcher is the one controlling the game. We're not supposed to be, you know, he's the one, he's got the rhythm and most pitchers don't take that long. You know, it was, it, it was probably, it's probably a handful of guys who just took too long. You know, they take the Rosen bag, you know, in their hands, every other pitch. And yeah, okay. I understand. But no, for the most part, no, they shouldn't have a pitch clock. 
Yeah, so like those kind of things are the ones I'm totally against. But no, nah, I mean, a little tap at the head, like, hey, you know what? Might as well use it now. Hey, what's yeah. that going to do but take 10, 15 seconds? I'm all for it. Right. Okay, Sean. So so I, I'm with you. I'm not so into this one, but this is something that's like, holy crap. Like, what if we, like what if they did this? <laughs> like, what if they did this, like maybe the World Baseball Classic? Like something that like doesn't doesn't, let's be honest, truly matter. Something that's an exhibition style tournament, whatever. So one guy was like, hear me out. It was like he started this, his TikToker is real. Like, hear me out. It's not, it's never going to happen, but it's something to think about. What if we got rid of the stagnant nine man lineups? You have guys subbing in and out of hockey. You have guys subbing in and out of basketball, football. What if you got rid of the nine, the, the nine man stagnant lineup where you have, especially, well, the NL has a DH now, right? NL, 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 <laughs> just years and years before that, you got bases loaded with one out pitcher comes up. It's a third inning. Uh, he's crap. pitching a gem. I'm not going to take him out. Yeah. Now you're basically loaded with two outs and the whole situation in the game, you know, you don't have to play in or whatever. You just got to play for an out, right? What if you had like this and, and his example was Mike Trout. What if you said like, okay, Mike Trout comes up third, right? He comes up third. You guys, you got. Two on and nobody out, and Mike Trout, uh, Trout comes up. He strikes out. What if you can just put him up to the plate again? Don't like it. The thing is, it just, he, stri- it, he, he strikes out. Bad. It's put be bad him back to the plate statistics. again. But no, no. But as the game goes on, you don't. He, he doesn't bat at all. He everyone gets max four at bats. Like you know how the earth or three at bats. So in certain situations, you put Mike Trout up to the plate. His first time he strikes out. You know what? Get it back up to the. It, into the batter's I box you're going to go again right if he strikes out again then the whole situation changes so and, hard and the strategy changes so that way between the first and the ninth inning because what if you want to save trout for the ninth inning right he doesn't bat the whole game and then boom you're down one with, the, with, with you know whatever then he comes up and now you have trout whenever you want in any situation in the ninth inning and boom he hits a game-winning home run like what the hell so yeah that's some Something, video game stuff right there. Right. So that was like, like, what do you think about that? Like that, that's like, you know, who, who do you want to start the game? Like, like maybe you start with like a nine person, you know, like if, because of course, if you get the first two guys on, you're probably going to want to have the third or fourth guy hitting in the lineup Anyways. in that spot too. Let's say the second or third inning. Right, the second or third inning, you've already given up three runs, and you got to get something back, right? Yeah. Got uh, um, set the seventh and eighth place batter. They got uh, mm-hmm. a, a single and a double. You got second and third, nobody out. You know what? Screw it. Put my number four hitter instead of the number nine hitter right now. So I, I'm using his second of four at bats in this game right now. That some, is a uh, lot of logistics there, man. There's no doubt about it. I mean, that would, whew, that's that's some video game stuff. I think that you test it in the video games before you even get to the right. minor leagues because that's going to be. Right. But no, no, it, I think the concepts, you know, it's cool. Do I right. think they'll ever make it like an MLB? I mean, no way in hell, obviously. But right. that would be interesting for sure. Yeah, that's like changing. That's like changing. At the, it's a it's a brand new sport. Just the idea much. of the game. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much a yeah. Oh my God! The people, anybody fifty years or older, their heads would explode if you said if you told them that. <laughs> what that the they hell would, is this shit? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> You're telling me some guy can hit three? What is this a home run derby? <laughs> what is this a little league? So, <laughs> so Bonds would be walking just three times in a row. First three at bats, just walk his little ass and. 
and then his fourth at bat, you you get to the plate, and what are you going to do? Walk him again? Probably. Oh, he would for sure break. He would like he, he, <laughs> every at bat, he'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I know you're putting him in this situation with bases loaded, but sorry, you're going to get a base sorry, loaded sir. walk. Sorry, Mr. Lamar, Mr. Barry Lamar Bonds. <laughs> That's and that's funny, the thing. And, and, cool. and that's the thing too is that you know there's a strategy and then there's an anti-strategy. So it's like, oh, cool, you just use two of your guys at bats. All right, cool, I'm just gonna intentionally walk you. Wasted. Like you got, like you got second and third with nobody out. Trout just strikes out. Ah, Trout, go ahead and get up there again. All right, cool, I'm just gonna walk you now. Mm-hmm. Now you've used two out of your four at bats in the first in the first inning, and you didn't do anything. Yeah, one on base, base run out of it, no runs. That's it. That's it. Uh, true. So. Very interesting. Like Very interesting. That is fun. Yeah, 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 that's cool. I mean, I'm sure for every sport, people are coming up with different like concepts. I mean, I'm sure they're actually really trying to push for these changes. No, that, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. So uh, to round out the sports, uh, let's do a little NHL check-in. Um, I will say um, I haven't played in about a week or two the <sighs> new N- the new NHL game, but I am doing pretty well with like my created player. I always jump straight to that. You know, as soon as these games had that where you can create a player and not just have to play with just the Kraken or just the Bruins or whatever, I've always kind of, you know, gone straight to the uh, be a pro because there's so many things you can do. You have interviews, you have conversations with your coach. Now with this whole social media thing, like every maybe five games or so, you're answering a tweet. And you get to choose whether you're a superstar, like kind of like an arrogant superstar, or you're, whether you're like more of a team player or like oh, a neutral. Oh, you think your right? personality is pretty cool. Right. Mm-hmm. I was and like Yella. Yeah. Um. He's. I would say he's. He leans more towards um uh, a team player. Nice. But when I'm. But when I'm being interviewed, like if I, if someone, if the um, media member or my coach gives me a challenge, right? Like, get two points next game. Or like help our team win this game. Or if I get in-game challenges and all of a sudden I get one shift in a period, oh, I, I go off. Like there it is. I need him. freaking playing time. But what's cool him. is it, what's cool is it's like <laughs> it's like they know too. It's like they know. There was one game where I got a penalty in the first period and they gave me one shift in the second and one shift in the third and we and we t- and we tied and they didn't put me at all on the ice for the five minute overtime. And of course I'm like lower on the totem pole. So I did not get one chance in the shootout either. And then, um, mm-hmm. the podcaster, the radio guy after the game, it sounds like you're listening to the radio or something he goes, well, yeah. So how, so how the rookie do he goes, well, I mean, it's kind of hard to, to judge how he did. He was barely on the ice, blah, blah, blah. So that they like take into a, a, account like your ice time or whatever. It's pretty cool. Nice. It's pretty cool. He goes, yeah, you was put on timeout. No penalties, buddy. I know. Right. So uh, going down tonight's scores, uh, the Sharks did go into uh, Tempe. Yeah, Tempe now. Crazy. They're playing at Arizona's Arizona State's um, arena until they get their own uh, arena. Let's see. So Panthers actually go into Denver and take out the the Avalanche. Not even in overtime. It was actually 5-4 in regulation. Uh, The Blues over the Flames, 4-3. Stars over the Islanders, 2-1. Lightning over the Blue Jackets, 6-3. Penguins over the Canucks, 5-4. Actually, everyone played tonight, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Red Wings over the Jets, 17. My Jets, that's what team I'm on. The Kraken day. over the Sabres, 4-3. I was hoping I was going to get the Kraken. You know, the new team, and then you also get to play the Sharks in their division. So, And then the Devils over the Hurricanes, uh, 5-3. So looking at the standings right now, I think this was the 42nd game for the Sharks. So technically, this is the first game of the second half of the regular season for at least the San Jose Sharks. So we're looking here at, my God, we're 40 games into the year for oh, the Boston bro. Bruins. And they have four regulation losses. My Lord. 
Yeah, they're pretty freaking good. I'm looking at that right now. They're really good. Obviously, a lot of these teams on top with 32 wins from Boston. Next closest team is uh, Vegas. I mean, 27 wins, and you have a handful with the 25 and 26 wins. And then you got us with 13 measly-ass wins. Good God, man. We are garbage. We're not the worst team in the league by far. There's still plenty of teams. The Ducks are worse than us. The Blackhawks, those Coyotes, the Blue Jackets, uh, Canadians. No, Canadians have one more point than us. So, yeah, yeah, there's like five or six teams who are worse than us points-wise. But, yeah, it's just not a good era for the Sharks, you know. We still so. got, you know, a couple of those good guys, but I mean, like, you know, Mike and, said, and, and then where's Pavelski? Where's the old Sharks coach? Oh, you know, they're just like the first, yeah. the best team in the West, pretty much with Vegas at 56 points, you know, that's all so, just, that's you know, it. doing their thing. But, hey, you know what? Well, we had enough years where we were spoiled in playoffs every year. You can still go to the freaking oh, yeah. tank and you're still going to have a damn good time. But, yeah, it's just one of those yeah, five to six years, maybe seven years of just kind of rebuilding and. Hopefully get things going here in the next couple of years. I mean, you're like, oh, they're talking about years. Yeah, it's going to take years. It's right. going to take years, man. Yeah, the defending Stanley Cup champion, actually, Colorado Avalanche, they're not doing too well themselves. Mm-hmm. If you look at the if you look at the wild card standings, are they even in the playoffs right now? Let's see. In the West uh, right now, no. They're actually not even in the playoffs. If the mm-hmm. season ended today, they'd finish, you know, two points uh, behind Edmonton uh, for a spot there in the playoffs. So yeah, they got some uh, picking up to do. So Boston, of course, like we said, number one, Oh, those Toronto Maple Leafs, of course. 57, 57 points, just giving their fans hope. Carolina hurricanes at 57. Um, right yeah, then, there, of course. And then, and then pretty much the two best players of our era, two of them, uh, Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby still doing their thing for their team. And they're both of those teams hold the wild card, um, uh, spots in the east and ovechkin still scoring goals goals right now yeah 29 goals the top scorers of course you know that new generation Connor mcdavid with 34 goals 77 points and yeah dude ovechkin still has 29 freaking goals dude i remember when freaking crosby came and he was like what 17 18 just some young freaking stud and it's like dude this guy's younger he's he's younger than me he's just like a month or two older than you yeah he's he's number 87 he's number 87 because he's august 7th of 87 it's That's his crazy, it's crazy. It's it's nuts, bro. And it feels like he's been in the league forever. Speaking yeah. of old, bro, I just seen uh, a fun little thing just the other day. I mean, it's awesome that we're doing hockey because you bring it up right now. Uh, good old fan favorite, long-term legend of the Pittsburgh Steelers, no, Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins, Yarmir <laughs> Yager signed with a professional team, I believe, in Russia, I want to say. Yeah, At he's 50-something Russian. years old, I think. Dude, it's crazy. Oh, my God. Dude. He's still he's gonna die on the ice, and and, <laughs> and you know what? And he probably tells him bury me in there, like bury me in the ice. Everyone can stare at my just <laughs> cold right dead there, body. right there, right in the ring. Oh, first layer of ice. Right, ah man. So, uh, but yeah, we have plenty more hockey to get into. So we'll check in on the NHL probably the first or second week of next month in February. Uh, I think that's probably around the time that the All Star break happens. I think mm-hmm. the All Star break happens in February. So there you have it, folks. There's the sports. Um. Everyone enjoy, obviously, the wild card weekend, and that's pretty much all we have going on this weekend, if not for any EPL games or those mm-hmm. cup games or whatever. So Another yeah. United win, by the way. Rashford, seven goals in six games since return from the World Cup. Look mm-hmm. at him. Look at him. Look at yeah. him. I mean, I'm not, you know, eh, you know, I don't want to get into it because I think we just got into it last week. I, I didn't want to get into it, Sean. Walking a little different right now. I like I mean, it. Let's, let's not talk about it too much this week. We'll wait till next week. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> right. They are in third place, though. I'm just going to say that. They're in third place. <laughs> we'll end on that note. <laughs> right. Okay, so let's get into the comic books. Um, before we do that, obviously, halfway through our show, we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Uh, go check Alex out. Uh, go visit the shop every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Please check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search the Comic Boogies. And obviously subscribe to this here YouTube channel. Uh, search Comic Boogies as well. Email us, thecomicbookies at gmail.com. And yeah, thank you so much. Uh, join the freaking giveaway. Got 10 books and and one or two books of my own collection giving away in a couple weeks. Uh, don't miss our uh, big episode on the 30th of January with Mr. Jason Douglas is coming on. So a little sneak, sneak peek of that one. He has his book Parallel back in previews for a special edition. Uh, go get your big old previews book. And he's he had a whirlwind, a crazy-ass 2022 year, not just uh, books but in just life in general. So he has plenty to get into and talk about when he comes on the show on the 30th, so stay tuned. All right, bro, comics, let's get into it. Let's just list all the books that are coming out this week. Uh, tomorrow, 111. 2023 from dc comes lazarus planet alpha number one the long-awaited uh this big event i'm gonna you know i'm gonna go to ti and ask alex if this is worth getting because there's tons of like lazarus planet mm-hmm. batman lazarus planet teen titans it's like is it really worth it it's not like its own i don't know we'll see wonder woman 795 human target 10 i am batman 17 and batman incorporated number four and like I said earlier in the episode, if those books already came out and you have them in your hand already, I am so, so sorry. What? What are you showing me? Deadly Duo. Right. I mean, but that was already last week. It's not, it doesn't even well, come out. Show, but, but it's funny. It's showing today. That's when it's supposed to come I know. out. I know. We're talking about it's so crazy. And that's why I didn't um, say the Flash 790 because I already mm-hmm. had it. So, yeah, man. I don't know. So Marvel gives us. Well, I don't know. I don't know if this is for sure for Marvel, but yeah, let's go. Amazing Spider-Man 17, Daredevil number seven, Moon Knight 19, X-Men 18 and Wolverine 29. Image gives us Gunslinger Spawn. I didn't write down the number. So sorry. Uh, Little Monster Spawn is number. I have it right here. 16. Thank you. Little Monsters number nine. Bloodstained Teeth, number three, and a new book, Black Cloak, number one. Boom Studios, Something is Killing the Children, 28. Grim, number seven. And Sean, Know Your Station, number two, comes out this week. Remember Know Your Station, the one with, like, the werewolf-looking guys that, like, turn into werewolves? It was down down at the terminal, the bus station, and there's some, like, secret society thing, and the girl, or the guy or the girl gets saved from the the secret agent guy, and then... um, Oh, I'm looking at it right now. You're, yeah, I do got that. I did get that, yes. I got and number that, one. Right, and they're being attacked by, like, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. wolf-looking guys. That was months ago. So finally, number two comes out uh, from Boom Studios. Um, like I previewed earlier, Mark Miller, Miller World, a new publication. So he has Nemesis Reloaded, number one, coming out this week. And Vault Comics gives me, I believe, the sixth and final issue of Mindset. All right, Sean. So I got plenty of books. Uh, this was – so – we got our huge box of like I had like 20 freaking comics from the last nice. two weeks. So the majority, I believe, of them are from – and now granted, it was a lot of books because I was only supposed to get you know, 15, but I got 20 because DC front-loaded – or I should say back-loaded 2022 mm-hmm. and gave us a bunch of shit to read for 2020 uh, into 2023. So um, I mean let's get into like one book that we both read, and then we'll kind of get into stuff that we both – or that we read separately, and, we'll, and then we'll come together for another couple books that we uh, 
you know, that we read together. What have we got? Uh, we can start with the book we do read together by we'll bring up quickly Daredevil number seven. A hundred percent looking forward to that. All uh, right. Yes. It's going to be just freaking awesome. And I do also get the Captain America symbol of truth. I'm liking it. I mean, mm-hmm. definitely wanted to bring that up because I will probably be talking about it the next uh, time around getting our books on Wednesday. Yeah, it's a fun little story. I mean, it's one of my few Marvel nice. books, so I do like that. But yes, books that we read together. You did mention you did not read Deadly Duel yet, right? No, that, that'd be for next week. Perfect. So, yeah, I mean, we, I guess we either shoot for Detective or Batman, brother. Batman, I didn't read you. That's for next week. That's fine. Did you read Detective? <laughs> I did. We can shoot on Detective. Detective was good. Detective is really good, actually. Yes. It uh, sometimes this, sometimes these his name, this sometimes these guy. these these ram these ram v these ram the fifth or whatever books. Sometimes I don't know what to make of them, and then sometimes this one they're just building something up. They're building towards this huge thing, and obviously towards the end of the book where they all put their masks on and they just start to kind of yes. – they unfold their their dastardly plan of taking over the city, of you know getting the property sold from you know Wayne from the, uh, from the Wayne Foundation. That's the mom, right? That's I think that's the mom. The politician's yeah, mom. Dude, she's yeah. freaking crazy, bro. Yeah, I know. You guys are going to go freaking to a – vacation and vacation somewhere on island and kill yourself oh cool (laughs) damn so yeah and we get classic mr freeze just kind of wants to be left alone you know he's a villain but like just don't f with me and i won't f with you so like i'll i'll let you go so he's so that he gives us i uh, was gonna bring that up to my show on the page right here he obviously throws something kind of like use this to help he throws it to batman like a little freaking jar with something in it uh yeah it it didn't start with an a Yes, it starts with an A. Oh, and Asmer, he called right. it. Right, right, yeah, right. So I was curious until like what role that's going to be because I mm-hmm. think confused me. I really wasn't really too damn sure what it was. But the politician, I know. I mean, he knows his mom's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because their last name is Orgum, and it's like it, it totally sounds like Arkham. Yes. Instead of K H A M, it's G H A M. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, it's like so similar to to Arkham. So I was thinking like a conspiracy theorist of like their name actually is Arkham, but they needed to change it for you know so people wouldn't know that they're actually Arkhams or something. You know, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. Well, it's so, crazy all the freaking stuff that's happening in the background. I mean, you got freaking all these freaking bombs and freaking bloodshed happening. That's in the Narrows, right? Yep, that's in the and, Narrows. Remember the, Narrows, the Narrows from, uh, from Arrow? <laughs> is it in the Narrows, brother? And they're trying. Oh, and a side note: the uh, character from Arrow, the main character, uh, what was his name? Uh, Stephen Amell. He will be in the Flash. He will be in the season. Flash, <laughs> and so will and so will Kid Flash. <sighs> Had to bring that up to you, my man. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be awesome. But yes, uh, just quickly back to this. Yeah, it was good, like I said. And do you think that? Well, I mean, do you think it probably is a yes that the. Uh, politician he knows what his mom is doing also because it's funny i mean you obviously batman yeah. turns on the tv and sees all this crap going and kind of like politicians with him he's like hey i gotta go <laughs> i mean it, it it almost seems like uh asthma or whatever his name is it's it almost seems like he knows bruce wayne is batman and he went over there just to make sure that batman wasn't there to at least uh get ahead of their plan what, what of blowing up those bombs of uh what's his name gale the guy who turns into the wolf like gale and 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 Yes. I forgot what the other guy's name was, but yeah. And then it's it's so weird because then 
in the, in the middle of this, you see Two Face kind of in his car, like you know he he's getting he's getting pissed off. I bet I bet you some of these other Batman villains are gonna be pissed that that this is happening, and they're like, oh hell no, you're taking over my town, dude. It's something. This is the shit's going down. It's crazy. It is. I mean, pretty much the end of the story pretty much ends on just primarily every page being with Two Face, and he's doing mm-hmm. of course that split, talking to his freaking Harvey Dent and talking to his Two Face. So no, I think next. Next issue's where it's going to be good. Even though you have the one on the last page where he's holding one of the masks. <laughs> he throws it right. in the trash. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. This is this, But this book has been getting better and better since I've been reading it. Like this story. Because I wasn't really I, – I was confused on, on what to think about it, right? And then we get the 2022 annual, you know, that gave us a little bit more background into what was going to happen with this, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll see. Definitely like it. Uh, book I was gonna actually bring up, if, unless you wanted to go first. No, go ahead, man. Uh, from Boom Studio, it was uh, Mr. Mosley. I mean, this whole freaking camera thing. You know what? I, I did see that um, last week. Yeah. 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 It caught my eye. Yeah, I got it last week, and it was good. You know, it had a little bit of like a little sci-fi-ish type vibe. It begins with pretty much this guy Mosley. He like leaves his family to almost go do like an experiment with like robots, pretty much trying to like the whole concept i think is like they're trying to like enhance the human race they try to quote unquote better things so he basically goes and lives in like this freaking random like abandoned town with the robot so like from as simple as like how humans communicate everything about humans he freaking Mm -hmm. is living with just a robot just imagine you know it ain't you danielle cam and you know freaking maddie it's you and a damn robot in the house and the robot's talking human but you kind of have full control of the robot and then kind of fast forward and all he has is his daughter doesn't have his wife. And he starts blaming like the whole concept of enhancing human uh, like life to a degree. Right. For him losing his life, like losing everything, like him and his wife. Uh, obviously, his wife's probably dead. We haven't seen mm-hmm. her since his daughter doesn't really have a good relationship with her. Like she's fully into all these human experiments how humans react to things, interact with things, and him and his daughter are always bumping heads. And at the end of the story, there's like this, dude, I swear, it's like some freaking robotic little, like, one-year-old or two-year-old who says, give me that, give me that. <laughs> and he starts basically beating the shit out of Mosley. And oh, then, shit, what the hell? Just weird. He's like, he's in, like, some little, like, robotic, like, body-type thing. And again, it's really sci-fi-ish to a degree. But yeah, yeah, Mosley ends up getting some powers, like almost like a little spirit type thing gets in him, gives him a whole bunch of powers. And he pretty much just kind of wants to rebel. Kind of like all this experiment, let's just keep it human. Let's not turn everything robotic and more complicated than what it has to be. So it was a cool number one. Definitely worth getting a number two on for sure. Very cool. Um, I did end a couple stories from Oni Press. Uh, Blink, uh, I read number what was that number five or six that was number five number five of five it was it was a pretty cool story it was kind of weird you know um from awa number five of five also sacrament that one was crazy it was like set in the year 2999 and you know there's still like possessions and stuff like people being possessed by the devil and everything and there's still like religion is like not happening like there's no religion anymore in 2999 but there's still like some old school like uh priests and stuff going around to different planets and trying you know to spread the gospel spread the good word of jesus christ and one of this guy who you know he pretty much helps save save the day with this other gal um pretty much exercises this demon this devil from this uh this guy on this planet and 
but along the way he runs into his you know you know his thoughts right you know he always has you know like you always see the the troubled priests in some of these movies and tv shows like you know having having lustful thoughts for women and you know other things like that and it was you know it was kind of trippy because the devil knows what kind of thoughts that he has to kind of play after around with him like that so it was pretty good um this quick quick stops from kevin smith i uh, read number three it was it's just silly it's like something that that Kevin Smith would do, you know, some freaking, you know, clerks or whatever. Eh, some some silly shit. Did mm-hmm. you read did you read Damn Them All number 3? I actually did read number 2, but okay. number 3, I got it. So we can talk about that next week. I picked it up okay. this past week actually. Okay, so no problem. Damn whatsoever. Them All will be good. Strange Academy will be good for next week, and I know you'll be reading Batman, which I've already read. So, no, we'll definitely have a handful of books together. About that one, 007. 007 I don't even get. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, no. Well, no problem. Talk. Oh no, that's good. So, 007 number five. You know what? I was kind of thrown off because 007, like the James Bond ones, we usually just got five issues, but this one is actually a six issue. And is it so, good so far? Oh, it's 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 fine. The first four issues were like, eh, whatever. But when like a plan comes together, like this is the this was the Ocean's Eleven, like how everything came together, and like how he, you know, to kind of double cross the villain and everything, and how it's now it's all going to blow up in issue six. This was the best issue of the series so far in issue number five. And it's and it's Philip Kennedy Johnson, writer of action and writer of Alien. So got got a good writer. A punchline, the Gotham game. You know, it's it's punchline. It's just kind of furthering her story, getting to know her character more. Obviously, it's kind of her against, you know, uh, Catwoman. But at the same time, it's kind of, you know, everyone's kind of questioning her like, you know. About like Joker and everything, like oh, you know, you're just like trying to like get a Joker and everything. So, you know, pr- pretty cool. So, Strange Academy three, that's going to be for you next week. I will say that the Riddler year one number two, it felt like we had to wait a long time for it. Riddler year one, dude. I and I, that's the one book. I actually brought that up to uh, Alex. I actually had some number twos, and I mean, I didn't okay. get number one, so I knew I messed up not getting that. How yeah. and I, that I want you to hear about because I know the it's, person you mentioned pretty yeah. much it was kind of him turning into the Riddler and why he is how he is and right, like everyone kind of like just doubting him and and like you know saying stuff like oh you know or like going over his head. You know he's like easily dismissed, right? It's like, oh, thanks for doing all the work. And now now this other guy that's kind of like his rival at work, now he gets the promotion, you know, because he's the one who submitted the the project or whatever. So, you know, like no one believes him. He's he's saying that the, that the counts are off in some in certain accounts. And he finds out he pretty much finds out for his boss that someone has been stealing money from him, which, in fact, stealing money for Falcone. So he feels bad that he he's pretty much and then he kind of taps into a bunch of these cameras and stuff to kind of you know he, he needs to investigate like what's going on what's going on and in a in in effect he kindly he kind of is going to get someone killed because this guy is doing work for um edward nigma's boss who worked mm-hmm. for falc who also works for falcone right and what he's doing is he's he it's funny because he did not steal the money He's saying, he's saying, oh no, I, I I do my work, I do my job, but s- somebody is stealing money, and it ended up being one of the guys who worked for the boss, like it like it was an inside job, but he got that guy killed, and now that guy who said, oh no, I I took some off top, I I took some, he now he's going to the daughter his daughter, and I think they're gonna kidnap her, so it's like, oh, dude, juicy. so like so it's like Edward Ning was trying to do a good deed, and then but he gets some guy killed, 
for no reason. The wrong guy killed, and he's going to get his daughter kidnapped. So, you know, I'm pretty positive that now he's going to start to churn and do things that he does in the Batman, but not it's not necessarily become the Riddler just yet. But he's going to do some stuff to kind of uh, screw over his his current boss at work, right? But who, on the down low, works for Falcone. It's funny because when you guys were talking about uh, God, Mister Enigma, Riddler. Mm -hmm. The previous time you guys read uh, this book, number one, it just made me think about Gotham and the character in that. Like, that was a true, right. like, character development, obviously, because, I mean, Batman wasn't even Batman yet. So, yeah, no. All these books were almost getting, like, introduced into who they are and stuff. It was just a Gotham is actually a perfect show for that. That right. was for damn sure. And you talking about this is actually making me think of a new book that's coming out. And it hasn't came out yet, but I know it is a January book. And it's going back to those uh, One Bad Day DC books. It's the Bane number one. Mm-hmm. That's right. I do look forward to that. Right. And we get Bane this month. And I think previews just had Clayface. Yes, I did see the previews. I, I, oh, I no, no, don't no. think he had a Marvel, no, but he no, had. No, Clayface. Right. He didn't have a Marvel yet. Mm-hmm. No, this month was Rachel Ghoul. Oh, that one's going to be for damn sure good. Yeah, Rachel Go. Maybe last month's was uh, was Clayface. We're getting like all of them. I thought Those we were just going to really get really good. I, I thought we were just I thought we were just going to get Catwoman, Riddler, Two Face, Penguin, to uh, like Mister Freeze. That's it. But we're getting Bane. You know, we're, we're, hopefully <laughs> we get like uh, hopefully we get um, uh, um, Killer Croc. You know, we're getting oh, Clayface. Yeah. We're getting freaking Rachel Go. We're gonna we get, get. We should get uh, Scarecrow. Maybe yeah. I mean, that'd be a good character to get. Of yeah, there's course. some damn good mm -hmm. ones, bro, for sure. Of course, Joker. Like, oh, how can we not yeah. get Joker? Pretty so, good. <laughs> I swear, I need someone to validate me, but this whole White Knight, this whole universe that's been going on for years, Sean Murphy, uh, this is, I believe, the third or fourth story now within this universe. The dope-ass cover. It's just great because it's like – just throw everything you know out about uh, about Gotham, right? Like, you know, everyone knows that Bruce Wayne's Batman in this now. He's kind of like a vigil, uh, like a villain, not a villain, but a, you know, like a wanted man, kind of, right? And now this one has Batman Beyond in it. You know, it's just a great story. I think this is yes, book seven of eight. So issue number, final issue of this story, number eight, coming out next month. Um, action. Who's comics? the villain in that? Who's the actual villain? Um, actually, the last name of the villain in this movie or this book is a uh, Powers. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See him right, right here, me, bro. Oh yeah. man, that's wild. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, Nice House on the Lake, number twelve. Jeez, man, there's some books nice House on the Lake. big time. She's what the hell was yeah. I thinking? <laughs> so, so issue twelve was supposed to be the finale, but it, but the the end of the the book said like end of cycle one. So maybe something more from James Tynion on this Nice House on the Lake. But I swear the first half of the book was like, what the hell's going on? And then the you know issues seven through twelve kind of painted the picture more, and it got more easy to read, and they explained a lot more. And finally, um, they all agree. so Walter is one of a a bunch of these aliens, right? And what they and what they were, they came to Earth or they went to other I think or was it just Earth or other places and other planets? I think it might have been just Earth. They get their own little like pocket, right? And so they're supposed to save like 12 people in the world, like a scientist, a doctor, an artist, something like they have to have something of, of each, right? And so we come to find out that Walter did not save who he was supposed to save. He saved all of his friends. 
his 12 friends that he had been like, he, he's always been an alien. Right. But like who he kind of grew up hanging out with going to the bars and stuff, you know, uh, you know, building relationships with, but it just so happens that one of them was a lawyer. One of them was an artist. One of them was mm-hmm. a doctor. One of them was a, you know, and so he's explaining this to one of the gals in the, towards the end of the book. And it's like, you know, once like the, like my bosses, like the other aliens find out about that. I didn't save, like they're going to kill me and they're going to kill you. So what he proposed was like three options. And the options that they took was you have, you have to take over this place. You have to take controls of this place and make it seem and make this ecosystem seem like it's, it's going on and I'm here because once something goes wrong, once something is off and it show and, it, and they think that I'm no longer alive, then they're going to come. And they're going to kill you all anyways. Mm-hmm. So I'm so sorry that I put you into this situation. I'm so sorry that, you know, I took you away from your families who are now all dead because the world's like up in flames and like over. Um, and so they decide to kill him. So they, they shot him. Right. And but what they didn't know is that right before they shot him, that he went into he like disintegrated into his, you know, like if you've read the book, like he kind of like molds into like it kind of looks like a Terminator 2, the T-1000 Terminator 2. Yeah, like yeah. kind of like molds in different shapes and whatever. And so the last page is him uh, overlooking the house on the lake um, from like a, you know, way back, you know, across the lake and like up on a hill somewhere. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So we'll see, we'll see if if they continue the story and if they continue with these people, it's, 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 it's pretty crazy, but it's, it's cool. So you brought up like cycle one. So for books like that, they have like a cycle two and say like it's right. a completely different concept maybe the same character but almost like a like a, you know just a different plot different everything right. do you think it's okay for someone to just jump on it or do you almost feel like you need to read the first uh, cycle um i hope that the beginning of cycle two would kind of uh give you a backstory of what happened in cycle one if it just goes mm-hmm. right into the story i think it would you, you kind of get lost you know I think you'd have to read, and it, you know, and this one's easy. Like if you start at number at, at cycle two, right? All you would have to do is just pick up the trade paperback. Trade of paperback this. that makes sense. And you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to track down twelve specific yep, issues. Yep. Yeah, nice. you know. Did you read Amazing Spider-Man? I mean, uh, I stopped getting that too. Oh, you stopped? Yeah, dude. I know. I know you've been freaking uh, black and white on that. Yay, yay, no. nay, nay. No, definitely not. It's 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 getting to the point where it's the story is like eh, whatever. And it took me four minutes to read. Oh, like, no like, like when you're charging me, <laughs> like when you're starting to charge me three ninety nine for something, and I'm also it's only take it's taking me less time than what I paid for minutes wise. I'm gonna start to to really doubt it. So sixteen issues. It took us a long, long time to figure out and for them to explain to us what Peter really did to this guy, Chasm or Chasm or however you pronounce his name, and. What did you end up doing to this guy? Because it's funny because I think this goes back just, to when I just erasing, you, I... just erasing his memories and just like okay. kind of taking. I don't know. It's dumb. It's concept. And, then, and then and then finally the last one I'm I'm shouting out tonight is Action Comics. Big action. Ten fifty. Um, it was written by by Philip Kennedy Johnson, but Tom Taylor and Josh Williamson all wrote three separate chunks of this one, and pretty much what we all thought when Clark Kent told the world that he was Superman. Is now no more. Pretty much, so who, he took. Who deleted everyone's memories? Lex Luthor. Oh, what are the odds of that? He used Manchester Blacks. Um, he hooked him up to a machine because uh, he has like tele, 
telepathic powers or whatever, kind of put thoughts in someone else's head. He used a machine to like broadcast it out there and um, kind of put the thought in people's heads that you, now you don't know who Superman is. And if you have a feeling that Clark Kent is Superman, then it will kill you. So a lot of people died early. No, Perry, Perry White, you know, the old, you know, the editor of the Daily Planet, he comes over for dinner um, with this have already already happened. And of course, Lex Luthor didn't do this to John, Jonathan, to the mom and the, the dad, parents. to to Lois Lane. So everyone thinks that Perry still knows that Superman's Clark. So, hey, what's going on? Uh, Superman, what are you doing here? So, it's me, Clark. He's like, Clark? And he, like he has like a freaking um, a stroke, like a mini stroke. Like, it almost killed him. So he so he so he finally learns that. And then, yeah, just so they have a big fight. Him and Lex like Lex is Lex is in his purple and green. His I was going to bring that up. He needs a big old suit. Mm -hmm, yeah. So let me show you. Yeah. Yeah, that's typical Lex. That's it. That's the Lex Luthor we know. <laughs> that's the Lex and then we know. and then it's cool because like at the end of each story, it's like it's it's a different part of the story. Right. So it's like. Uh, this is to be continued in Superman number one with the new Superman book coming out. This mm -hmm. one is there's a, there's another story where um, what was it? Crap. It was the end. The end of this kind of part of the story was like, oh, we have to. Oh, we need John Kent. So to be continued in Adventures of Superman, John Kent. I'm not getting that one. And then finally, we've been kind of seeing a side story with Metallo. So Lex Luthor pretty much gave him some skin. He's no longer like the um, oh, skeleton. Okay. Yep. And that one, and this one's going to be continued in Dawn so of DC. Yeah. Yep. So it continued in Action Comics 1051. You're going to so. get that. You're going to get that new Superman number one. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I'm always going to get four books, no matter what. Yeah. Batman, Detective, Superman, Action, no matter what. Yeah. So, I like it. I like it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm dude, get that Superman number one too. Actually, sure. Actually, yeah. they'll definitely be good. Cause I know we have some books this week. I already get. So I'll have Symbol of Truth. I'll have Daredevil. You'll have Batman from this week, last week, and then damn them all. So that would be good for next week for sure. Nice. We'll have a handful oh, yeah. together. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so let's get into some news. Let's let's end the podcast, too. We got eight, 17 minutes until 11 o'clock. We're about to finish this shit, so let's go. Um, Sean, I'm, I'm, there's plenty to get into with just kind of mini um, you know, kind of news stories. The first one I guess I'll say is Angela Bassett. Ooh man, good for her. Black Panther's mother good in for this, her. Uh, Black Panther in the, and now Wakanda Forever. She's the first actor from any Marvel movie to win a Golden Globe. So that's pretty cool. That's, Here we that's, go. Trivia. Can you name the last time she won it? She is a two-time winner. And can you name the movie? I can't even name the movie. <laughs> I heard the movie, but I forgot. Do you know what year it was? Oh, when she the last time she won a Golden Globe? Yeah. And you're gonna be like, damn. <laughs> I don't know. She's not old, but she's not young. So let's say 1993. Damn, you're a year off. 94. Nice. <laughs> yes, my man. Yeah, there's plenty. That's actually when we turned to it. She won the first award. So that was pretty awesome. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, so congratulations to Angela Bassett. I mean, I'm sure, haven't seen the movie yet. Probably going to wait until I think it's like February 1st or whatever it is when it comes out in Disney+. Plus. But I'm sure she gave a great performance in the in the movie. Oh, we can roll with these, man. Freaking Golden Globes. It was funny, man. Golden Globes on a Tuesday. You watch in the replay. Like, no, it's live right now. It's like, okay, might as well get some of the results in. And I know guests can piggybacking off of what you said. Best actor was uh, 
none other than Mr. Kevin Costner from Yellowstone. I know you and Danielle just jumped on that show, and right. you can probably immediately see how good he is in that damn oh, show. Oh, yeah, for sure. All the characters have that chemistry. So, no, that was, I think, a well-deserved, freaking awesome, awesome award win yeah. for him. I think I think the um, Golden Globes are one of those ones where it's like kind of like a, a preview of the Oscars and the mm-hmm. Emmys towards like a lot of these people who are winning these awards may win the the bigger ones right so so we'll see how that plays out um sean classic from our childhood stephanie mcmahon resigns as co-ceo wwe i don't think i was watching wrestling when she became ceo i think i was like you know kind of you know in in high school or like you know post 21 you know whatever but yeah uh pretty crazy but it comes off the heels of vince returning like unretiring so it'll be kind of crazy in the middle of a sale that's what I'm seeing right, right now. And I think the little bit of what Mark said, he pretty much owns, you know, majority of like probably like the stocks or something like that. All the whole logistics aspect of it. I mean, I see like the whole little statement. Oh, I'm happy to be back to have this opportunity. I'm like, what's really behind all of this? I mean, and I, right. again, I think it's a sale that's going on with the whole freaking WWE. I mean, that thing is, you know, when I thought that Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the rock era freaking just blew up wrestling in the right way. I thought nothing would be able to match it, but you've seen that thing that Mark sent us. Like it just keeps getting more and more televised, mm-hmm. more and more ratings. So I mean, it's a well-oiled machine, bro. It's perfect entertainment for people, and they love it, dude. Yep. I mean, it, you know, and I, I don't want to say that it's just as good because it probably nah. isn't. It probably isn't because they probably can do less, you know, with just how probably mm-hmm. censored, how they're they're more censored nowadays. But for the generation that's watching now, they're going to be like us in 15, 20 years. Remember when this and this and this happened? Yeah. Like like they're watching like the, the end of Edge. We saw the beginning and middle of Edge, yeah. you know, when he was in the um, in um, the bordello with uh, Gangrel, blood, with Gangrel and uh-huh. Christian. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like just Edge. You know, like yeah. with Edge and Christian with all the TLC matches and stuff. And now he's he's one of the old guys, you know, you, you want to feel old, bro. Rey Mysterio's son is like one of like the main wrestlers now, dude. Yeah, he just got engaged or something. I just saw yeah, he got married this, or this whatever. I, saw, yeah. rest- I mean, it, it, it comes full circle, bro. Like it, you make us feel a little bit old. But yeah, some of like, you know, the, sometimes you go on the Instagram, you see some of like these characters now. And it's like, you know, John Cena is like in and out of matches every blue moon. I know the rock had his few one wrestling matches like every few years, but eh, nothing will compare to the attitude era for sure. Yep. Absolutely not. Um, let's see. We have a new trailer out today. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I didn't yes. watch it because I didn't see it until like maybe dinner time. So I didn't get a chance to watch it. Did you see it? The trailer? I didn't watch it, but the only thing I seen was a handful of people <laughs> who just said, yeah, freaking Ant-Man ain't got no chance against King the Conqueror. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I kept seeing. Like People were saying, oh, Ant-Man's about to get his ass whooped. So, I mean, who knows? I'm going to definitely obviously take the time when I get a wow. chance to watch the trailer. I always like to watch those little trailers, but that's funny. That's funny. Um, the Last of Us premieres Sunday. I'm very excited. Ooh. I never, I never played the game, but I know that it was a hit. I think there, and I think there's two games, so I'm really excited. Um, love, uh, God damn, what's his name? Uh, the guy from freaking Pas- uh, Pascal, Pascal, God, beast. Yeah, yeah, Pedro Pascal from Mandalorian, and then you know who the little girl is, right? I, mean, I know you've seen trailer. Do you know, you recognize the little girl? Let me go real quick. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up right now. The last. Just, just pull the picture. Um. Yeah, 
pull, I'm sure you can see a picture of her. Do you remember? Do you recognize where she's from? It's coming up right now. <laughs> if you don't get it, you're gonna be like, oh shit, yeah, that's right. Make me say, ah, oh, damn, that's right. Did you see her? Do you are you seeing I've her? I've seen face? her right here, and I, I've she, seen that face before. She is from Game of Thrones. She's the little girl with like when her dad or whatever dies. She's one of the other kingdoms. Remember when they come and it's like, oh, the king of the north, and he's she's from like another village or a, or a kingdom yes. that she because there's no one else to run her people. She has to step in and become queen. And at the time, she's like ten. So like it is. Uh-huh. So, to, so towards the end of the show. Right towards the end of the show, the last couple of seasons, when they're all together with like Sansa and and John and and all them, and they have the other the other lords and kings of other places that are supposed to be my king. He's a king of the north. I know exactly. She has long hair in the uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know exactly. What you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yep, yeah. and that is her. I'm seeing a perfect picture of it. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Um, you know, the then, funny thing is about The Last of Us too. Not to cut mm-hmm. you off, Apollo, oh, no, brother. Uh, I know we're not really into the whole Rotten Tomatoes, but I almost have to bring it up because The Last of Us got a perfect freaking score. Yeah, yeah, that I'm, is I'm very excited. Crazy. Yep, very, very excited about that. And then to round out what I have of news, I have some Disneyland, some Disney World news. Let them know, bro. I know. Um, so Tron Light Cycle Run is opening, has an opening date at Walt Disney World at Magic Kingdom of April 4th, 2023. So it's pretty cool. I've been seeing numerous videos of people on rides at Walt Disney World saying, oh, there's Tron. Oh, they're making their, you know, they're making progress. They're making progress. And finally, I'm seeing, you know, some test rides and stuff on some of these videos that I've been watching. So it's going to be amazing. Uh, About a month or two ago, I was watching a bunch of these videos on the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, Mm -hmm. uh, the new ride over there at Epcot. I was watching all the ones of them, you know, the – point of vi- the point of view videos of them uh, on the ride so can't wait for that to be uh, a thing for the tron and then also my wife danielle sent me an article about they announced all these news stories from disneyland also so as of a week before we go to disneyland sean i know we can now park hop at 11 to the other land at 11 a.m instead of 1 p.m now we didn't get. We saved 120 bucks. We're just getting one part per day. But Are if we you wanted got, to, you going two days. Two days. That's fine. So we could do everything we want in Disneyland and then everything we want in California Adventure. And I was like, that 120 can go towards a couple of things for the kids. Some like you know, if we get to Oga's Cantina because we're going straight there. Smart like, man. Do it, Mike. Yes. Right. When we go to Disneyland, I don't care if I have to get a mimosa at eight in the morning. <laughs> going to Oga's, and then once we walk in inside of California Adventure, we're going to try to get reservations at Carthay uh, Cafe or whatever. Uh, the, you know, the one with the lighthouse. I know what you're talking about. You know, just go to those places where we can, like, eat where we want to and not have to, like, you know, rush because the kids are, you know what I'm saying? And even if it's rainy and cold, I'll put a poncho on and I'll still enjoy myself because it's going to be a way different trip, right? Um. Also – Celebrating the 100th anniversary of Disneyland, Disneyland is going to give everyone complimentary digital copies of their photos on certain rides. So like the rides you get – so when they take a picture of you at um, the Incredicoaster, you get Mm -hmm. that for free on your your app connected to your ticket. So you don't Um, need to buy the Genie Plus to get those free tickets or free pictures? I don't don't think so. It says complimentary. 
That's awesome. I think Genie Plus also, I think, were just for the pictures that the staff, you know, across the park were taken for you, and they would do some sort of scan on your uh, yeah. phone. But that's pretty cool for actual rides and, like, Space Mountain, all those. <laughs> let me see my home. Let me see my face after. <laughs> yeah, because, like, how we do it now is we go up there, and then we take a picture with our phone, like, hella scab, so we don't have, you know. You know, it, of course, it says, like, the word scab proof, you know, like, across the thing, so it doesn't really count, but... But yeah, that's, so it's pretty cool. So now we get like a free little complimentary thing uh, because it's a, the 100th year anniversary. So it's going to be – hopefully we get more news. The one news I did – it did get kind of crappy was um, the delay from January to March for Toontown <clears throat> and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway yep. Railway. So I will not be going there, but but yeah. So and then ooh, probably going to be tons of videos this upcoming week. With, you know, people who are like, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, vloggers and bloggers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because next week, I believe the 17th, Super Nintendo World opens up at Universal Studios Universal, Hollywood. So I'm sure we'll be able to watch a few vi- uh, videos before uh, episode 174 and kind of preview that. So can't wait for that. It's going to be fun, bro. A lot of good stuff. And, I mean, you get to go on your Disneyland trip. I was there, you know, a month and change ago. So, mm-hmm. and you get to enjoy, again, that 100 anniversary you don't get two in town, but, you know, the complimentary pictures and just, hey, you and the wife, bro, you guys freaking enjoy it. What, 10 years together, me and Marissa, 10 right? years together. So, hey, bro, it's that, you know, milestone of just, you know, meeting our significant others and treating yourself, bro. I mean, people think it's like, oh, yes, let's sir. go to Hawaii. Let's go to the Maldives, all these. Hey, let's go to Disneyland. <laughs> let's freaking be a kid again. And <laughs> although, enjoy the Mal- although the Maldives sounds very, very nice. Of course, of course. Uh, a couple quick things I seen, of course. Uh, the uh, Bad Batch, that series on Star Wars. That's right. It uh, just it premiered. Start, it did premiere, so definitely want to check that out. I mean, I've always loved those, you know, animated shows that Star Wars has. The one with Count Dooku was freaking awesome, most recent one they had. So I look forward to watching that. Hopefully get some time here, you know, mm-hmm. the next you know, couple of days or something like that. Um, also, I did see that they will start filming, I think, Super Superman, Spider-Man this year. So I think they're shooting for next year. I think that's the latest update. I follow like some new little MCU thing, uh, Twitter handle. OK, and it's pretty much like, you know, Twitter updates uh, on MCU stuff. So, no, I've seen that. And I mean, yeah, so, freaking Spider-Man, Spider-Man, they got the characters back, including, you know, that was Zendaya, Sister Zendaya. Oakland's mm-hmm. finest, so she'll be back, of course. <laughs> I know. I think she actually had like a pause in issue why she wanted to come back or not, so she is. So that's pretty cool. And then I do believe that Avatar did hit the $2 billion as expected. I mean, it only took them like less than a month, so God. But yes, Damn. they're definitely profiting and doing more than fine. Uh, yeah, bro, they're going to be. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Long, but definitely good. And it's oh, another week closer to Black Panther being on Disney+. Plus. I know we bring this up, but I just had to bring it up because against what uh, Mike brought up in the beginning of news with uh, Miss Bassett winning the Golden Globe. It's made me think of Black Panther 2, and hopefully, you know, you guys had a chance to watch it. And if you haven't, like Mike did bring up a couple episodes ago, it's going to be, I think, February 1st or something like that yeah. on Disney. It's one of the early yeah, days in February, like so... Yeah, just a reminder to everybody, because I look forward to watching that. I need a good movie to watch. 
Yes, sir. All right, man. I think that's it. That's sports. That's comics. That's entertainment. That's everything involved in uh, wrapped up and nice and tight in a 90-minute episode of the Comic Boogies podcast. Take us away, Mr. Sean Powers, for episode 173. Yeah, you know, episode 173 is fun. It's, you know, never the same without Mark. Most importantly, get your health right, bro. Get better a little under the weather. You know, generally speaking we're all under the weather right now with this rain and stuff so we should all just be safe you know make sure you guys are driving safe staying out of those freaking rain make sure you guys are taking care of your kids keeping them nice and warm keep you know your vibes up your vitamins up and stuff and comic book related what mike mentioned earlier follow the comic bookies podcast make sure you support your small businesses specifically comic book shops treasure island comics in fremont california alex you are the man Definitely support our guy. He's awesome. And, of course, our giveaway, 10 free freaking books. That takes two minutes of effort, guys. Definitely do all of the above. And most importantly, subscribe. This is, you know, just a little bit of content we provide week in and week out for your liking. Of course, the shorts that Mike provides. Uh, and just generally interacting with us. You know, we had Caleb on earlier listening. Appreciate you, brother. Throughout the week, I know people take time to listen to us on YouTube and wherever you do get your content. And again, we do appreciate every bit of it. And yeah, hopefully that Belgium listener did listen to last week's and this week's. And we do find out who you are so we can get your ass on this show. You deserve it, That's bro. Right. You, you listen to it every day. You deserve our time. So again, That's we right. appreciate all the time you guys give us. And thanks, guys. We love you guys. Nice, nice. And just to shout out the uh, it's. You know, the normal listeners over here on the Comic Boogies podcast, as far as the United States is concerned, up here in the Bay Area and out in the Valley and down in L.A., all the way across the United States to New York and Washington, D.C., back over here up to Oregon from coast to coast. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast year in and year out. Uh, We're damn near four years into this thing, almost 175, almost 200 episodes. You know, love it. Couldn't be doing – you know, I can't think of – besides sleeping (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> you know, getting a little bit of extra shut eye. You know, I can't think of anything better to do on either a Monday or Tuesday night but to hang out with everyone here with Sean and Mark and, you know, just give you guys some good content for, you know, colliding the worlds of sports and comics as usual. So for Mark, who will be back next week, that's Sean. This is Mike. This is episode 173 of TCB, the Comic Bookies podcast. Enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, and enjoy each other. Peace out. See you all next week. Peace. All right, let's try to do this. Peace. And always enjoy each other and enjoy a crazy wild wild card weekend we love you guys all right guys peace out